Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Freedom Podcast. Kent Maddox and Beverly Maddox here. We're excited today to spend some time with you. We're going to be talking about miracles. Oh, we have been having a time. I mean, just reminding ourselves, just like David did at Ziglag, of all of the things that God has already done. I mean, what? This is an <laughs> infinite, eternal, ongoing conversation. We have seen some supernatural manifestations of the presence of God in the realm of healing and health. We began to talk about that last night and uh, have some conversation just to rehearsing some of the miracles that we've seen God do in our lives. This is the Passover season, yes. and this is the season of miracles. And so we want to encourage you today, this is the time to set your expectation high for miracles. Uh, this is the season we celebrate miracles, the season we open our hearts and our and our minds to receive miracles under God's grace because of the redemption of the Passover lamb. So we're going to be discussing that over the next few moments with you. Thank you once again for tuning in and being a part of our podcast today. We like to start our podcast with some of Bev's poetry, and so Beverly got something for us today, I'm sure. I do. Um, you know, our theme this Passover is crossing over for conquest, and I've, I've got this beautiful poem called Context, which puts into perspective for me, what, what could they possibly have been thinking? What was going on? I mean, they've been wandering. An entire generation has died out. And these, these are all young warriors. These are young men and women that have no idea what's waiting for them. So I thought this was appropriate. Context. Hundred breaths, old as the beginning, soaring self-awareness, atom and molecule, time suspended. Ephemeral definition of self, phantom womb pools, elemental force, edges of otherworldliness tinged with twilight, fragile fractured service, transcendent trajectory, ink black looking inward with vivid longing, sun rising late tableau, late moon lightened shadow. Where is context? Wow, that's really cool. I mean, honestly, I can see this, and we, we don't know, it could have been anywhere from 3 million to 6 million people trying to navigate what was going to happen. They they knew that they were on the run. <clears throat> they knew that Pharaoh was after them. I mean, I mean, all of that in the beginning. And then when they get to that moment, they know their whole history. It all is converging at once, and they have to go over for conquest. Well, it's like God uses this time every year to put things back in context That's for us right. because this – he. There's something about a continual reminder, continued celebration of what God has done in the past. Well, this is the great thing about the Hebraic roots for us. I mean, it gives you that opportunity. It's not a linear linear journey. It's a cyclical, mm -hmm. cyclical, seasonal journey. And you have new opportunities every month to just make the right choices. And these three times a year feasts, according to Deuteronomy 16, 16, three times a year, Passover, Pentecost, and Tabernacles, were to come before the Lord, celebrate all his goodness, and remind ourselves of the God that redeemed our forefathers from the hand of the enemy by the blood of the Lamb. Of course, we in the New Testament understand that Jesus is the Lamb of God, and we realize that God can do miracles anytime he wants to, but there are seasonal portals that we are learning about and have realized that God gives us gives us these annual seasonal portals around these feasts so that as we celebrate the goodness of God, decree our future in the in the spirit that God can do supernatural miracles. Psalm seventy eight, I believe it is, 
uh, verse 32 and 33 and 40, 41, and 42. Very interesting uh, scripture when it talks about Israel in the wilderness. It says, in spite of this, they still sinned and did not believe in God's wondrous works. Therefore, their days were consumed in futility and their years in fear. Wow. God does not want our days to be consumed in futility and our years in fear. Verse 40, how often they provoked him or rebelled against him in the wilderness and grieved him in the desert. Yes, again and again, they tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. Isn't it interesting that we can actually limit God by cause of our unbelief and because of us not remembering the works? Because verse 42 says the key, they did not remember his power the day when he redeemed them from the enemy. And... Then they also complained quite a bit, and I think it's right here. It's it tells us this month, according to Matthew twelve thirty four, we decree and declare declare what is going to take place. We can begin to shape and form our world with our words, and they just kept right on. Mm-hmm. Oh my lord, they would not leave it alone. They were so uh, aggravating, and I think the Lord actually said. Stiff-necked and rebellious, right up to the end. I used to feel like, you know, why in the world do they do that? Till I did it so many times myself. <laughs> you know, because I've, I've seen God's power, I've seen God's hand move in my life in a phenomenal way. Beverly and I both have for almost forty years now. We we've have. seen miracle after miracle after miracle. But like everybody, we find ourselves in new circumstances each and every year, uh, new trials that come our way, and we are continually. Uh, brought to the place of making a choice. Do we get consumed? And I, I, This is so, so powerful. Do we get consumed in futility and fear, or do we remind ourselves of the miracles that God has done in the past so that God can create them again? And so we want to encourage you today. This is the Passover season. This is the time, the time to just pause a minute and remind ourselves of all of the power of God that we've seen in the past that has moved in our life so that we can see it recreated in our present-day circumstances. It's a new opportunity to see God move in a miraculous way. Bev was recounting last night one of the most powerful miracles we've seen, and maybe Bev, you should kind of set the context as the as you read the poem about what had brought us to what we were about to see accomplishing a huge miracle and how the enemy came up against us because we do know every year at Passover we are crossing over and so the enemy does rise his head up to try to stop us from moving across. Well, we're talking specifically uh, about when I was healed. Yes, you know, because we were, we, were, we were going to, to see your dad and then we all were, this manifested. Well, this whole conversation, and this is for someone listening, because um, th- this whole month is just filled with opportunities. I mean, we need to remember who we are, just like the Israelites. They had to know their history. We need to know our history, and it's okay to remember it, no, no matter where you came from. Uh, this is the month to remember where you came from. And uh, when Kent and I first met each other, uh, gosh, we were both in our 20s. We were young. We we hadn't met each other before, but he didn't know anything about me, and I didn't know anything about him. And when we started dating, because my mom had died the year before, uh, and my dad had been incarcerated for a very long time, I just didn't mention that. I just mentioned that my mom had died. And so we stayed in relationship. We married, of course, and um, I eventually did tell him about my dad. And the Lord really, really began to speak to my heart about just walking in 
forgiveness and mercy and grace because so much had been extended to me. So we ended up making um, plans to see my dad after 15 years. It had been 15 Mm. years since I had seen him. And long story short, I was in perfect health. I think I was maybe 33 years old. Uh, Caleb was three, so I was 33 or 34 years old. And we were on our way for a 15-hour drive and he was going to stay with Kent's parents, and we walked into a big box store, and I literally just uh, essentially had a stroke is is what happened. I mean, I left lost vision in my eye, uh, almost went down on my knees. Kent took me to the emergency room. They admitted me immediately, did every test you could possibly think of, spinal tap, uh, MRIs, uh, EKGs. I was in hospital for a week. And uh, they found uh, what they thought was a tumor on the left side of my brain. And so the the neurosurgeon is telling us all of the things that are going to happen. And so Kent just had everyone praying. And by the end of the week, I knew that I had to get up out of that bed because it had crossed into um, whatever was going to happen for me next. I had to make this visit to see my father and ask him to forgive me Mm -hmm. and to forgive him. And so uh, when the neurosurgeon came in that last day, he brought all of the x-rays and all of the results showing that there had been a tumor in the lower left quadrant of my brain and um, a mass, a shadow, whatever, and it was gone. (laughs) So we got right up from that bed, took the IVs out. I got in the back of the car, and we drove those 15 hours and um, saw my dad. And I, I had that opportunity. But as we were encouraging ourselves about this last night, and the reason we're talking about miracles is there is a, a, a real physiological response to any kind of pain, emotional pain, physical pain. And your body begins to develop these holding patterns of pain. And Kent and I were talking about that last night because I think that for the first time as as adults, we've been adulting a long time, mm-hmm. but for the first time as adults, we're taking a moment in between because we live in a lot of um, critical crisis situations. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything from being first responders at this church, natural disasters, uh, to making sure that we're there for families, to our own family. There's there's just a lot. It's a broad spectrum. And um, Kent jokes all of the time that he only works one day a week. Well, if the, the whole is just one day because the word tells us that a day with the Lord is a thousand years, then yes, it's one big day and with intermittent naps. And, and he does work that one day, but it encompasses like our whole existence because we're never really not working. And so we have taken this opportunity in this in-between place, which the Lord really gave me that word. We're in an in-between place to be able to just take out circumstances and situations that have um, been heartbreaking or wounded us or wounded others and that people are grieving and mourning and and made it more three-dimensional and looking at it. But our body holds on to these incidences, and I think that's one of the aspects of, um, I think it's 1 Samuel 30, where David is in Ziglag, Mm -hmm. and his own men have deserted him because they came back to the camp, everything is gone, and all he knew to do was to stand and to worship God. Because he had already seen the goodness of God in mm-hmm. the land of the living. And I think had to encourage himself in the Lord, it that's says. That's exactly right. He encouraged himself in the Lord. And I think we find ourselves doing that more and more often. 
And I just want to encourage you to do that. It's your story. It's your testimony. And interwoven in there are all of the the praises and the thankfulness. And I just want to encourage you to make sure and express those because there's true healing and deliverance in that. And as far as supernatural miracles, oh my goodness, in the manifest presence of God, we have so many that we've experienced personally. Well, this is that intentional time, you know, Passover to pause and remember. And so to uh, uh, piggyback on Bev's story, you know, the Lord miraculously healed her. The Lord gave us a scripture in Psalm 128 while she was in the hospital that yes. said, your wife shall be a fruitful vine in, in the very heart of your house and your children like olive plants around your table, uh, Psalm 128, verse 3. And we decreed that word over her life, and she was miraculously healed in that moment. But the big miracle was because she was on the way to do this, we actually visited her father in prison, and she walked into the prison and forgave him. And after not seeing him in 15, over 15 years, and literally, as we walked out of that uh, physical prison, there was a spiritual prison that got unlocked because immediately we began to see not only her physical miracle, but she saw uh, spiritual miracles in her siblings. Uh, We saw a financial miracle. We were Mm -hmm. delivered from a huge debt to the IRS of over $100,000, and it was like a whole series of miracles were unlocked because of her obedience and forgiveness. And so it just put us into a whole new, really changed the... We crossed over. We and, crossed over. And we really, it was a crossover for conquest. I mean, we, we had to overcome that. And, um, and shortly thereafter, um, my first book was released and did very, very well. We've had a lot of... Um, really good results. That book turned 25 years old last year, which is really, it was quite the anniversary. I probably should have celebrated it more. Uh, that, that book's actually available now in our new Freedom uh, series. Uh, I Could Not Call Him Father was the original title of the book. Now we've we've uh, titled it Freedom from Unforgiveness. I Could Not Call Him Father. This whole story Bev just counted about is in there along with many other miracles. You can find this at lifeoffreedom.site. That's lifeoffreedom.site. And uh, we encourage you, you can get the whole Freedom Bundle or you can get that individual book, and it will be a huge blessing to you to help remind us all that we are in a season of miracles. This is Passover. This is the time where the children of Israel were delivered out of the hand of the enemy in Egypt. And there was miracle after miracle from the plagues to the uh, to the deliverance of the death angel from the Red Sea and the uh, Pharaoh's army being drowned, the cloud by day, the fire That's by right. night. It was the the whole season of miracles. And so our assignment today on this podcast is to uh, stir you to believe in this season that we serve the God of miracles. And no matter what circumstance or situation you currently find yourself in, there is nothing too big or too small that God can't handle. Well, and just going right back to David thanking God and just, I mean, really encouraging himself in the Lord. This is the month of praise. And I think that, that the the dance, I think, uh, on the other side that Miriam just created the praise because it confounds the enemy. Mm-hmm. Literally, the enemy has no idea what to do with our praise. So the more I think that we are... Um, Thankful and just walking in humility and the love of God, it confuses the enemy because there's there's a lot of things out there these days that um, stir up atmospheres. But I think when you're just thanking God and reminding him of all of his goodness and his mercy and grace that he's already demonstrated, you create an atmosphere for peace and for uh, forgiveness and grace and mercy. 
to coexist in this chaotic world. And we decree that we have been delivered by the blood of the Lamb from the hand of the enemy. This is the season to do that. And it's the blood of Christ that makes possible these miracles that God wants to do in our life. It says God brought them out. This is Psalm 107. It says God brought them out, and not one feeble was yes. among their tribes, and they left with the wealth of the Egyptians. So if you can imagine with us just for a moment, you've got – we, we estimate, and, and of course from the historical writings, anywhere between three and five million people that exited, exited Egypt. And it says not one feeble was among them. They had been living in poor dietary conditions, poor living conditions as slaves, yet by the blood of the Lamb being applied on their house, not only were they delivered from the hand of the enemy, but they were all healed yes. in one moment. Not one feeble, one sick among their tribe, and left with the wealth of the Egyptians. So they received a spiritual miracle of deliverance. They received a physical miracle of their bodies being made well, and they received a financial miracle of provision that they were slaves, broke in Egypt, and in one night they left with the wealth of the Egyptians. Right. And so we we don't want to get too far away from the power of the cross and the power of what God wants to do in our in our lives during this season of redemption. And so unfortunately many people, you know, only celebrate the cross years ago and maybe a one-time experience, but God reminds us that we're to do this each and every year as we prepare once again to be redeemed in our spiritual lives, our physical lives, and our financial lives. Psalm 103 says it so powerfully, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. He forgives all our iniquities. He heals all our diseases. He redeems our life from destruction. Crowns us with loving kindness and tender mercy. Satisfies our mouth with good things so our youth is renewed like the eagles. That's a good one. <laughs> it really is. That's a good one. Redeems our life from destruction. And so Beverly and I are just here today to simply encourage you that during this Passover season, it's time to believe God for miracles. We've experienced miracles in our physical bodies. We've experienced spiritual miracles of deliverance. We continually do so. And we've received spiritual or, or financial miracles over and over again as God has proven himself <coughs> Excuse me, to be our provider. And so, Bev, any last thoughts or comments? I just love this. I love the Hebrew root yada to extend a hand in praise because I think that's the season that we're in. And we all have something to be thankful for. I mean, the Lord is really moving in so many lives. And I think that this season in particular, um, just moving into Passover and understanding that 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 love gift is still sending out reverberations reverb reverberations i can't say it say it reverb reverbs reverb vibrations vibrations yes throughout (coughs) throughout the entire earth is that not a word but it really is the shed blood of the cross i mean that's why we're all here that's what brings us to our purpose that's how that we know that the Savior lives. That's that's how we know that we're covered and that He's Lord of Lords and King of Kings and that we have a lot to be thankful for and to praise Him. So I just lift my – it's like a yada praise. <laughs> I love that. This is the time to celebrate yes. and praise God. Yes. This is the time to decree and begin to align our speech with the promises of God. And this is the time to receive fresh 
uh, redemption by the blood of the Lamb that were delivered from the hand of the enemy. And Deuteronomy 16, <clears throat> 16 says, when you come before God on this time, in this time of year, don't come empty-handed. We offer each and every Passover a first fruits offering based on Scripture so that God can begin to move in our life miraculous, miraculously. So if you want to offer first fruits offerings here, you can do that, of course, or wherever you're being spiritually fed at here at swordalive.org uh, that you can uh, give online. Uh, or you can go to lifeoffreedom.site to gain more information along these teachings so that you can align with the heavens during Passover and it's interesting that even this time of year, the very heavens are declaring the heaven in the heavens is the ram, is the lamb. Wow. So the heavens itself are speaking of the lamb of God that has taken away the sin of the whole world and redeemed us and made miracles available. And so, Father Beverly and I yes. do lift our hands today, and we just release an atmosphere of miracles in people's lives. Lord, right now, I pray that you would remind each and every person, everybody, every one of us have yes, something Lord. that we can thank God for that he has delivered de delivered us from in the past, protected us, provided for us. And now, Lord, as we remember and we celebrate and we give this Passover season, we thank you, Lord, that you are unlocking miracles. Now, we just say in Jesus' name, everyone listening now, we say let financial miracles begin to manifest in people's lives. Let physical miracles begin to manifest in the form of healing and restoration in physical bodies. Let spiritual miracles of deliverance forgiveness being delivered from the hand of the enemy any snare the enemy has laid for us any blockage that the enemy has put in our way any hindrances we say in this season they are being removed by the blood of the lamb and so lord we just thank you for this passover season and we thank you for these miracles lord i thank you that you've healed beverly i thank you for that miracle thank that you. we celebrated today lord that same power as we have testified of that fact now is making available for somebody else to tap into a healing that you need now in the name of jesus and so lord we thank you for it and we praise you for it in the mighty name of jesus amen and amen and amen, amen. thank you so much for tuning in listening and watching uh make sure and celebrate passover do it radically and let the miracles of god begin to overtake your life in jesus name we love you and we'll see you again next time be blessed <laughs>